Hilchos this game moment, it's accustomed to be assumed to eat produce and uh, vegetables and things like that that are normal food. The Fichran, therefore, if the Ruvain's animal enters Shimon's property, he eats things that are normal to eat over there. He pays full damages. It says, if your animal destroys in someone else's field, he, he has to pay, and he has to pay the best quality if he uses land to pay. If he eats the produce in he's only for to pay for what he eats if it happens in the domain of the Nizik. If it happens in the public domain, or as we'll see presumably in someone else's property, he's potter. However, if the animal has some level of mahna, so the few dollars the owner of the animal saves, because he does not have to give the animal food tonight, because the animal already ate someone else's food, and then this that value he has to pay the uh, person who was damaged. So he doesn't pay the full damage itself. Kate said, for example, Ruvain's cow enters Shimon's property, and he ate sesame or uh, chestnuts, and the like, things that are more expensive than uh, than animal food. Meshava dinner, the value of one dinner. Meshalem dinner, he pays the dinner. So he ate, he has to pay the full value. If, however, it happened not in the Rishus of the Nizik, Shimon's property, but rather it happened in the public domain, and then this, and the, and the animal had benefited from eating it. It wasn't, you know, did, it was it was normal food. So the animal benefited, had an expensive meal, and the owner now saved that that amount of money, whatever it would normally have to feed it. We view the sesame or the chestnuts as if they were regular barley or animal fodder. And the owner has to pay the value of what the animal would normally eat. Uh, in terms of the barley, in terms of the animal fodder, and even that, he pays Bazil, he pays the cheapest uh, price. The, the, you, the, what's, what you may call perhaps um, uh, wholesale price. Okay. Halacha Gimel. What if the animal ate in uh, food that damages the animal? Is that bad for the animal? The animal ate wheat. It's not considered healthy for animals. Since the animal didn't really benefit anything, because whatever the fact is, the owner won't have to feed it supper tonight. However, he, he may have to, you know, take it to the veterinarian, or or even if it doesn't have to. The fact is, that because it's not healthy for the animal, you can't call it a no. Potter, the owner is potter, even if it happened in the rishus of the nizik. If he ate food that's not bechal normal to eat. Not really food, but he ate, let's say, clothing or kalim. It's funny that Rabbim calls it ochlin, but okay. Whether it happened in the Rishus of the Nizik or it happened in the Rishus of Nizik, he pays Chatzinezik. This is not considered a case of Shane. This is considered a case of Karen because it's, it's abnormal for the animal to do that. This is a deviation. It is normal for people to put their clothing and kalim in the public domain until they rest, and therefore the owner of the clothing is not considered negligent. Uh, and the owner of the cow has to pay for the fact that his animal ate those kalim. 
Halacha Dalit. The animal was standing in Ruvain's animal was standing in Shimon's property. And the animal leaned over and it grabbed fruit from the Meshusadabim. So Shimon took some produce from his yard and he put it in the street next to his yard. And then Ruvain's cow went into Shimon's yard, and while it was standing in Shimon's yard, it grabbed the produce from the basket that was sitting in the street next to the yard. But the actual eating happened while the animal was still sitting in the Shusanizik. So the animal leaned over, reached over its head over, let's say a camel, for example, took the produce back into the into Shimon's yard and ate it over there. It's not clear, it's a suffolk if this is considered Chayev or Potter. Do you say it as if it happened in Shimon's property, therefore he's Chayev for Shane? Or do you say it's as if it happened in Shushanabim, therefore he's Potter for Shane? And therefore, he only pays, he only has the right to demand, Shimon can only demand Ruvain pay the, the Hano, whatever money he saved that he will not have to feed his animal supper. If Shimon grabs from Ruvain the full value, Ruvain can't demand it back because the eating actually happened in Shimon's property. And therefore, Shimon has the right to say he's high of full damage, like a regular regular case of Shane. So, so dog goes into a courtyard, it takes normal food like meat or bread, then it takes it to the public domain. So Ruvain's dog went into Shimon's chatzar. It took the meat or the bread, but it didn't eat the meat or bread in Shimon's chatzar. If it had eaten them in Shimon's chatzar, there was no question he's chayev. But the dog took the bread or the meat into the Rishon Abim. And the chatzar acheres, or the lady's property, and he ate them over there. She only pays the hano, doesn't pay the full damage, because it didn't happen to Shimon's property. And therefore, it's not called even though he took it from Shimon's property. If he ate the uh, uh, bread or meat in the field of Shimon, so he took it from Shimon's courtyard to Shimon's field. He pays full property damage, full damage, as if it happened in the chater. Because he ate it ultimately in the property of Shimon. The, we don't care if it's a chatz or a sad, it's all the same. Above. If an animal eats things that are not considered normal for it to eat, but they will occasionally eat it. So it's not regular animal fodder. It is, however, not the same thing as the animal eating of clothing. When a cow eats barley, if a donkey eats fish or uh, vetch, or a pig that eats meat, or a dog licks up oil, or a cat eats dates, all these similar situations where the animal eats something which is uncommon for it to eat, but not abnormal. If he eats it in the Shalim, he pays full damage like a regular case of Shane. In other words, it's completely like a case, a regular case of Shane, that you pay full damage. But you only pay that full damage in Rosh Hashanah. In Rosh Hashanah, you put it completely. And then, as Misham Hashanah, again, even in Rosh Hashanah, where you put it completely, whatever benefit the animal gets, or the owner, of the, the owner of the animal gets, he does not have to spend money on feeding the animal tonight. Animal fodder that he does pay the owner, the, the person who's been damaged. Zion. 
Kayash Nichsu Shusanizik, a wild animal, entered the Nizik's property of a Tarifa and it killed an animal of Achon and ate the animal, it killed and ate a Behemoth. Or grabbed a steak and ate the steak. Talking about raw meat over here, a raw steak. That's considered a case of, he pays as a Shalim. Shemadarka adds it to a, you don't say it's a case of Karen. You don't say it's abnormal. It's very normal for an animal, a wild animal, a predator, like a lion, for example, to go into the property of someone else and kill the animals and eat them. But a dog, a domesticated dog, that eats sheep, even small sheep, or if a, a cat eats large chickens, that is considered a, a deviation from the norm, and that's considered Karen, and therefore he only pays half the damages uh, if he's a Tom. And that chiv of half damages would be, of course, even in Mishus Rabbim. Ches. Sal sheish b'lech, presumably. Sal sheish b'lech, a basket with bread, a donkey went into the Rishus of the Nizik, broke the basket and ate the bread, he pays both for the basket and for the bread full damages. That is normal for a donkey to do that. Donkeys aren't careful about the bread basket. They eat the bread, they break the basket together. If a goat sees a turnip on the top of a barrel, and it tramples the barrel, and it eats the, the turnip in the process, and in doing so, breaks the barrel, he pays for both of them, for the turnip, for Shane, and for the for the barrel, or for the bread basket, in the previous case, that would be a case that would be regular. Just like it's normal for it to eat, it's normal for it to, to hang, or to to put it to weight on the kalim, in order to be able to eat. If the donkey eats the bread from the basket in the property of the nizik, and after it finishes eating it, then it breaks the basket. For the bread, he pays for shane. But for the basket, he only pays of karen, because that's not considered normal for the animal to break the basket after already finished eating. The animal that eats from the rechav, from the street. So the animal is in the marketplace, and he eats produce. People have their, you know, produce in the marketplace that they're carrying or buying or selling, and the animal eats it. Whether it eats it while it's walking or it stops to eat, because it's not in it's in a public place. It's so it only pays the hana if it was it was produce that it would benefit the animal and not damage it. Even if the animal like turned towards, kind of, you know, stuck its head basically into the corner of the Rosh Hashanah, like the, the, like a, not exactly an alleyway, but like a corner where it's not considered a public area because the animal itself is standing in the Rosh Hashanah, it is potter. If the animal left the marketplace, then it went and stood in the corner area of the marketplace, and it ate the produce over there of someone else. So in that case, he pays the full damage. That's considered like that corner is like the area where the person putting his produce there has the right to be there. It's considered like private property, so to speak, of the person who got his produce damaged. If the animal eats produce that's sitting in front of the store 
but not inside the store. Mishal Mashanenis, again, because the animals are Shabi, only pays Mashanenis. Mitechachanus, however, if the animal, if the produce within the store, in other words, the Chayra means the animal, uh, sorry, so Ochlam Pesachanus, the animals of Shashabi, and sticks his head into the store and eats from the from the, from the the produce that's right by the entrance. Mishal Mashanenis, he only pays from the Hanoa because the animal is still standing in Shashabi. If the animal goes into the store and eats the produce over there, because then he pays full damages, that's called the Shusanizik, the domain of the person who was the guy who got damaged. If the animal was walking in and then it stuck its head on to the back of another animal, let's say the second animal had produce on its back and it ate it from the back of the other animal, even if both animals stopped or the animal doing the eating stopped, Mishal Mashanenis, he only pays the Hanoah. Because even though the animal stopped, again, the animal is in Rishon Shadabim. Excuse me. I feel umda, even if the animal which which was carrying the produce stopped, Mishal Mashanenis, he only pays what the Hanoah is, whatever money the owner saved. It's very normal for the animals to eat from produce from on top of each other's backs. And therefore, the animal standing in Rishon Shadabim, it's not, and the produce on the other animal, even when he stopped, is also considered to be Rosh Hashanah. So basically, the animal is considered to have eaten the produce while he's in Rosh Hashanah, therefore he's part of Roshane. If, however, the animal jumped upon the other animal, like he put his hind legs on top of him, then for the eating the produce, he pays full damages. Because when the animal is on top of the other animal, that's as if he's in the domain of the person who got of the nizik. Therefore, he's high of full damages for any produce that he eats. The animal slipped. And the animal slipped in a way that nobody's responsible for it slipping. It wasn't like somebody put an obstacle on the road and it slipped on a, on a rock. Or the animal urinated and slipped on its own urine. Enough for Lagina and it fell down to a garden. Let's say the animal is going over some kind of bridge. Or the, or the street was like higher than the yard of the of the neighbor. And the animal fell into the garden, and it, you know, it squashed a bunch of produce or or, 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 or uh, vegetables when it fell. Or 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 it didn't squash anything; it just uh, fell on the on the dirt. But then afterwards, it ate the produce down there. Mishal Mashanandis, again, you pay, so you pay only the Hano, not the full damage. I, this is Shoshanizik. True. But the fact that the animal went there in the first place was uh, an onus on the part of the uh, of the owner because uh, the animal slipped. It's not like the animal went out and damaged without him because he didn't wash it properly. Even if the animal stands there for a while in the garden, stays there for a while, and goes from row to row sampling a different produce, even if it stays there the whole day, in the Mishal Mashanenis, he only pays the Hanna, not the actual Hezek, because again, it fell there in the first place, it wasn't his fault. And the clearly, this is talking about a case where the owner is not aware his animal's there. Once he's aware his animal's there, he has to remove it. What Hanna there is there in the first example of Allah Yud Aleph. When it when it's when it's when it when it crushes the produce, because of the fact that the produce is there, it, it had a soft landing, it didn't break its bones. 
So therefore, he doesn't pay the full. He does even even though he will not pay the full damage, he will pay whatever benefit the animal got from this cushioned fall. So uh, how do you evaluate that exactly? I'm not sure, but that's the that's the amount he must pay. If, however, the animal went the normal way down to the garden to eat, then it's irrelevant uh, uh, the fact that it's a garden which the animal goes down to. It's like he goes to someone's yard, and when the animal eats in someone else's yard, Michelle Mashtiki pays full damages. Even if he goes down there, he doesn't eat the produce. He, he, he gives birth, she gives birth there. And of course, all kinds of liquids and dirt come out of the animal's body. And damages produce. Mishalem, Mashizika, he pays the full damage. Because the animal went down there, so when you when your animal goes to someone else's field and it does damage there, the damage it does, even in this case where the animal didn't really have enough, um, it just it just gave birth there, so it so it damaged. I guess going to the bathroom might be the same thing, but. That's considered the fact that it went there was a pshia and yuchayev for the damage the animal does. Similarly, if the animals are walking together and one pushes the other and they fell and they all belong to one person, again, that's considered like a case where the animal went down with unlike the very first case in Lachid Aleph where it happened because it slipped on its own urine. This is considered a negligence. The shepherd should have had them go a single file, they should push each other. The fact that he, that he, that he didn't do that, that's his negligence. Halacha, yud beis. the animal slipped and fell, in which case he's part of, as we said, because he's oinus, but then the animal left the garden, then he came back on his own voluntary. Even though it went back without the owner knowing, he has to pay the full damage. It's like a regular case of someone else's field. I declare the fact the animal fell down in the first place and learned about this garden was an oinus. So that make a difference. If the owner now has an obligation to make sure the animal does not go back to the garden. It's known. Once the animal knows about the garden, it knows how to get back to the garden. So once it knows about it, it's going to go back. And therefore, it's like a regular case where the, the animal left the barn and did damage and you have to pay. You always have to pay if, the, if you didn't close the barn door properly. But uh, over here, the owner of the animal might say, listen, it's not my fault. The fact that the animal, I mean, I left the, I left the barn door open, but the fact the animal knew how to get to this garden is because it fell down the first time and I couldn't control that. So we tell them, yeah, true. But once it knows how to get there, you got to guard it so it should, go, it should never go back. Yud Gimel. When Ruvain puts his uh, earthenware jugs, pots, Ruvain puts his earthenware into the courtyard of Shimon without permission. Shimon's cows break it. Potter, Shimon's potter was not, it's not Ruvain's, uh, Ruvain has no right to put things there without Shimon's permission. It's not Shimon's fault. If the cow actually gets damaged by the broken shards, let's say, of the, or, the, or slips on these kalim, so Ruven has to pay Shimon for the animal's damage. If, however, Ruven got permission to put his his earthenware uh, uh, earthenware pots there, Potter, in that case, Ruven does not need to pay Shimon. 
if his animal gets damaged, because Shimon, when he gives Reuven permission to put his earthenware pot, pots there, he's essentially telling him that it's okay to put it there, and I'm going to watch my animal, that my animal should not get damaged by them. However, it's not automatically that, that Shimon is high, is taking responsibility to, to uh, make sure the pot should not get damaged. And therefore, Shimon is not high of to pay Reuven for the broken pots, and Reuven is not high of to pay Shimon for the damage to the animal. However, if Shimon tells Reuven, you can put your pots in my yard, and I'm going to guard them, and my animal shouldn't destroy them, then in that case, Shimon is high to pay for the broken pots, according to the din of a shamer, um, as we'll learn in the halachas of Shemir Chinim, Shemir Sacher, etc. Similarly, if Shimon, excuse me, if Ruvain brings his produce into the chaser of Shimon without permission, and Shimon eats the Shimon's cows, he's oh, there's new produce here, and he eats it, Potter, Shimon is Potter, because because it's not Shimon's fault that we put it there. Who asked to put it there? If Shimon's cow slips on them and is damaged. Reuven must pay for the damage to Shimon's cow. If Reuven gave permission to put his produce there, part of that is part of for Shimon's cow slipping, because when Shimon says you can put your produce here, Shimon's also by definition accepting the obligation to guard his own animal. It should not slip on the produce. However, so so again. Um, if the animal slips on the produce and damages them, Shimon is not high enough to pay for them. But, it, but if he, uh, even if he, give, even if he gives him rishus to put it there, if, however, Shimon says you can put your produce here, and I'm going to guard your produce, nothing has happened to it, then that case, then Shimon is responsible if his cow damages the produce when he slips on it. If Ruvain puts produce in Shimon's property without permission, Shimon's cow eats the produce, and thereby he gets damaged. He gets, for example, um, uh, you know, a stomach ache, a stomach illness. In that case, the owner of the produce is Potter, even though Shimon, even though Ruvain did not have permission to put it there. Unlike a case where the animal slipped, and shouldn't have eaten it. Now, of course, animals don't have free choice, but the Semen, Shulchan Aruch, explains that this means that the owner of the courtyard should make sure his animal doesn't overeat. When he sees it eating, or he sees it eating something bad for it, he should stop it. When it comes to slipping, that's something that happens in one second. He can't control that. When it comes to eating, the owner, even though the owner... That, um, uh, has been mistreated over here by someone else putting produce in his property. Once he sees his own animal eating it, it, it he shouldn't say, "Oh, well, not my problem. I'll just let the animal eat it and get sick." And this guy Ruvain is going to have to pay for it. No, it's his responsibility to stop his animal from eating too much, or from eating food that's bad for it. If Ruvain had permission to put the produce there, and Shimon tells Ruvain, "You can put your produce here, but you have to guard it." I'm not going to guard it. You you need to guard it. And the owner of the, the excuse me, Shimon's cow eats the produce. It gets damaged. Then Baal Peres Chayiv. Then Ruvain is Chayiv because by telling him that by, by when Shimon tells Ruvain 
that when Shimon tells Ruvain that you're responsible for the produce, he, he also means you're responsible to make sure that my animal is not damaged by the produce. Since Ruvain sees the animal eating things that are bad for it, so he's chayiv to pay. And if he doesn't see it because he's not there, it's his fault. He's, he's supposed to be there to guard the produce and to guard the animal from eating the produce. Because the balachatza was not there to prevent this animal. It sounds like from the Rambam that if both Reuven and Shimon are there, it's more Shimon's responsibility to guard his animal. It's only if Shimon's not there that Reuven assumes responsibility to guard Shimon's animal. Now, the Rambam gives a story that demonstrates his point. Story with a woman who went to bake bread in the house of her neighbor. Her neighbor had an oven and she did not. And she came with her dough. They left and they they, they left that uh, when she needs the dough and rolls her sleeves up, they shouldn't see her. It's not serious. So she had permission to bring her produce, her dough, into their property. And they left, and she, and she knew they left. The goat of the owner came, ate the dough, and died. said she must pay full property, full, full damage for the goat, because if they tell her that she, she's allowed to uh, bring her produce into the property, um, it's by definition that. Um, that understood that she is going to guard the, the the produce from from the produce impacting the animal the the owner's animals um yeah so therefore she's responsible to take for the for the the goat and the crude this could be over here even if she didn't know they left she's responsible because um, because she has to think that they, she has to be aware that they might leave in this case. When someone piles produce in his friend's field without permission, the puts produce in Shimon's field. The Shimon's animal eats it. Part of course, it's If Ruvain's animal slips and gets damaged. Baal Peres Chayiv, Ruvin must pay for the animal's damage. Like, again, like we looked at Lachi Yudalit, because it was that without permission. Achalasan Ruzkav, Achalasan Potter, and again, if Shimon's cow eats the produce, Shimon's Potter. However, unlike Lachi Yudalit, if Shimon says, yes, you can put your produce in my field, even though he doesn't say he's going to watch it for him, Baal Asad Chayiv, the Shimon must pay for the produce if his cow eats it. Even though he didn't say, I'm going to watch it for you, he just said, you can put your produce over here. Because a field is unlike a chatzer. When someone guards produce in the granary, in the silo, when he tells him, you, you can you pile your grain here, it's as if Shimon told Ruvain, Pilot here, and I will guard her from you. Who chashev? It's as if he said that, and therefore Shimon essentially took responsibility. It's as if he, it's as if he verbally took responsibility to guard Ruvain's produce, and because Shimon's cow ate it, Shimon has to pay. Okay, Hilchus Zilavaveda, Perik Asiri, Halacha Aleph.
a guy who's a bully. that he is harassing or forced the yid's possessions. he forced himself into the guy's field. The guy said to the yid, listen, you owe me money because I lent you money or your dog ate my, ate my, ate my, ate my crops. I'm going to come take your field. Instead of going to court like a mensch, he came and he forced the din himself. Because the, the yid caused him other kind of loss. So the guy is essentially not just stealing it, he's taking it as, as restitution, but he owes him money, but he didn't go to court. Okay. Then the guy has this field. What does he do with it? He doesn't live it. He sells it to another yid. So is the second yid to give back to the first yid? Unlike if you stole the, the, one second. That's the next case. If it, uh, it be, um, uh, af, despite the fact that the guy did it illegally, so, so to speak, the, 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 the original owner is not allowed to extract it because since ultimately, and the, the passion of shot is that there's a raya or the yid admits. Taka owed money to the guy. It's not Stamazay that the guy is claiming it. His word against his word. So the, therefore, the Yid essentially, basically, uh, uh, this is considered, a, a, he's Miyayashid, he gives up ownership over it. He relinquishes it. And therefore, the second Yid is allowed to keep it. When is his The original owner admits, the, the, the guy is saying the truth. The Hamaycha, the guy is selling it. Or there's Jewish witnesses who are saying that there's truth in the fact that he borrowed money from him. Or even if we don't have anyone, it's his word against his word, but there's a government over there. The Yid could have taken the guy to court. But the original owner did not take him to court. The, the uh, buyer from the guy is... Excuse me, the, the, the original owner is not allowed to extract it from the yid who bought it from the guy. Even though he says the guy is a liar, never bought a penny from him, and the guy has no aid him. Why? So, in the case where the yid admits that Taka true, you understand, because there's, there's, a, there's an ownership, there's a, excuse me, there's an owing. So, Hagan, there's no dinter, there's no court case, but the fact is he admits that there's a chiyuv and he relinquishes his. His uh, his rights to it, and the guy ultimately ultimately took it. He's owed money. There's just a manner of getting paid back. It's very unorthodox. But in the case where it's his word against his word, and what, what's the reason why he's believed? The second the yid who bought it from the guy tells the original owner, "It's what you're saying is true." The guy took the land with no legitimacy and with no proof. Why did you take him to court? To the guy's court. The fact he didn't do that demonstrates that there's some truth over here, and therefore the second yid is allowed to keep the property. Gimel. Over here, who harassed Yidin, and they threatened to kill them until the guy will redeem his life from the guy with his own field in Beisay or giving him his house. And her, the bully was only let him go and stop bothering him after he gives up his property to him for free. Not, not that he owed him money. Stamazay, he's harassing him, he's threatening him, he's taking his, car, his, money, his property for free. So, when the guy wants to sell that land, if he chooses just to sell it instead of keeping it, so if the original owner has the funds to buy it back from the guy who harassed it from him, he has first dibs. 
I, you're going to pay the same amount. But if he's willing to pay, it's his field, he has first rights. You're not allowed to buy it from the guy before him. You have to leave him the opportunity. Because it was taken away. Yeah, sure. What if the owner says, why it was his in the first place? Well, that's unfortunate, but the fact is, he has the first rights to choose to do that. If the owner doesn't have the means to buy it back from the guy, poor guy, only one field, the guy stole it. Even he had the means, but he waited 12 months to buy it back. In that case, because the guy doesn't have the means to buy it back anyways, or, or because he, he, he waited that long, in that case, the per- and whoever wants to at that point is allowed to buy it from the guy. Now, the guy doesn't have money to buy it back. Do you have to wait 12 months to give him a chance, or can I go to the guy right away? The is not clear about it, therefore the possum fight about it, and they, they argue about it, and they argue, how good the Okay. This is only provided an obligation upon the person who buys it from the guy. He must give the original yid a quarter of the property, or a third of the money he paid for the property. Why? This guy didn't pay a penny for the property, sells it at a deep discount, right? He's telling the private's not his own, he'd pay for it. He generally sells, let's say, less, about, about a quarter less than market value. So therefore, if it's really worth $40, he sells it for $30. And that quarter of property, or, the, or, the, or, the, or its value, is really entitled to the original owner. The reason why the guy is selling it so cheaply, and the guy got it at a good price, because this poor guy lost it to the guy. Therefore, when I buy it from this bully, four thirty, and 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 the smash says that even if the purchaser says, "What do you mean? I, I I paid a fair price." We don't believe that. We assume that unless it's a raya, we assume he paid a discount twenty five percent. Right, exactly. Even by full, yeah. So one second, so let's finish off. Therefore, if you buy it from the bully for thirty dollars, you have to give the owner. Ten dollars, because remember the field is worth forty. You paid thirty, so there's ten dollars he's entitled to. Give him ten dollars, or a quarter of the property worth forty dollars, which is ten dollars worth of land, and then you get the rest of it. And if you don't do that, if you don't give it to the yid, that's the quarter that he holds on to. Is like he stole it. Mamish steal it, but it's as if it's gazel. It's, it's a very. It's, it's not. It's a. It's a shukla basically. Okay. That you let the other yid buy it, and then the original owner has twelve months to raise the money. When the guy steals it from from him, doesn't pay a penny, and then and then says, "Okay, I want to sell this piece of property." Right, and the yid buys it. So who has first rights? The original owner. Right, but he but wasn't he doesn't have the money. money. Okay. So then you let the other yid buy it. Right. So then, so then, then, so then one second. So, 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 so what do you mean? What do you mean he doesn't have money? Let the other yid buy it. How much time do I have to leave to determine if the other yid wants to buy? It? Let's say he says, "I don't have the money. I'm going to get the money. Give me a chance." Right. So 12 months. It's not clear. There's two things that are clear. So what's so I just told you. It's not clear. What is clear is like this. What is clear is that if the 12 months passed, even if the guy is a millionaire and could buy it back, he chose not to, too late. 12 months. That's clear. Now, what, what, what's not clear is if he doesn't have the funds to buy it back. Today. Just today. Can the other you'd buy it back today? Does the other you'd have to give him a chance? That's not clear. That's not clear. That's ambiguous. We're not sure. Allah doubt. So now we talked about yesterday when a person steals land he sells to somebody else that guy is basically working the field of the original owner 
again, without, without being aware of it. So it's basically treated as if a guy goes into your backyard and starts improving it and now wants money for it. Right? No one wants to hire him. He just got out of jail. So he goes to the backyard, starts working, he wants money, he wants you to pay him. How does that work? That's basically the rest of the pig, I think. A person goes into his fellow's field without the guy didn't ask him. But not then, he starts planting trees and to improve it. Um, if this field is meant for what? What do you do with this kind of field? It's orchard land. That's what, it, that's what he does. It's an apple orchard, let's say. Let's keep it simple. It's already an apple orchard. It's I put more apple, apple trees. <laughs> I your orchard better. What is the normal price a person pays for someone to do this kind of work? Yeah? The, the gardening, if you will. The guy has the right taking the balasada. I, the guy says... I didn't. I didn't. I don't have any cash right now. That's why I'm not doing. I'm not my field. Right. Okay. So we'll see. If there's an answer for that. But at them, the, the guy has the right to demand the money. So the now, it's not, yeah. not a squad. I love that he's living there. But the point is, he's, you're right. Call him a squad if you want. He's going there and working without being asked. And a no salute. If it's not meant to plant, it's a, it's a wheat field. And the yoko goes and he plants an apple tree. Shamalev In that case, you don't pay him the regular fair fair price for such work. You pay him. Whatever is at his disadvantage, if, in, if, the, if the money he invested, and maybe you could even say the time you would pay for his investment in the karka is less than what the value went up, then that's all he gets. And if what the value went up is a little bit, then he invested $100 and it went up $10, too bad, exactly. He gets whichever is less. Okay. Halacha, hey. If the owner of the field tells him, listen, I didn't ask you, I don't want you here. Take your fields, take your trees, uproot them, bring a tractor, get lost. Shame like he's right, he's allowed to say that. Um, so now, the, the, the truth is, some, some people want to say, the Magnesia wants to say that that's only true if it's not an apple orchard, if it's a wheat field. If it's, a, if it's an apple, apple orchard and he plants more apple trees, he can't say that. But the Magnesia says, no, he can say it in all cases. Okay. Even if it's a, a, any kind of tree, any kind of field. Oh, my name, if the planter says, after the after the guy tells him, listen, I didn't ask you to go here. Let's keep. It, let's say it's a case where um, it's not meant for apple trees. Yeah. So the guy says, listen, you invested a thousand dollars and it went up ten thousand. I don't care. I'm going to give you a thousand. That's the din. He says, I'm, I'm taking my trees. I'm going. He doesn't have that that prerogative. It's going to damage the land. Okay. Therefore, it, the ball's in the in the in the owner of the property's court. What he wants to do, he does. And he has to give him a thousand bucks. Right, and he gets it, but for him it's a good deal because the car went up a thousand bucks, or ten thousand. Right, or if if, I carried, if he if he invested ten thousand, the car only went up, only went up a thousand. But fine, he's giving he's giving him whatever the value he gets. So he, at least at least the owner the, own, the owner's property does not lose. Yeah, but hachatzeres a courtyard, yeah, a parking lot. Hadehin kenuiyin lebinyan. What can you do with them? You can't plant anything, obviously, but they're fit to build properties. Lahisif behem batam bilalakis to build houses. The houses with more stories. Sky rises the fichach. Based on the Skimara instructed, Paskin, person goes to your, to your lot, right? corner of Troy and uh, Carol, and he goes and he builds a building there. It says, if you planted a tree in an apple orchard, that's exactly what the carcass is made for. What does a person want to pay according to whatever the normal evaluation is? The guys who come in the Chayin shots up what it's, what it's worth. How much would you pay this contractor normally if you had actually asked him? That's how much you have to pay him now. That's provided he built something which is, which is quality and appearance conform to local norms. Yeah? Based on whatever is like over there. He built up, uh, uh, what's he called? Uh, one of these Indian shacks in the middle of Brooklyn. Sebastian, right? Has to be royal to the, to the location. Okay. Again, the chayra, I don't know this for a fact, but the chayra, if you can tell, you can tell him, I don't want the building, knock it, bring a bulldozer, knock it down and get lost. I'm not paying you a penny. Okay. Zion. 
the first we talk about if Eretz Yisrael is different because of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. All right, Zayin. Hayel steichaveim. Dam is not mechalak apparently, so it sounds like it doesn't make a difference. Hayel teichsteichaveim b'rishus. A person goes to his friend's pod with permission. He told him, "Listen, I want you. This is my land. I don't know nothing about karka. I inherited it from my great uncle, my great aunt. This is proper property." And I know nothing about agriculture. I never left Manhattan in my life. You take it, and here's let's let's make a, an agreement. You're going to be my official farmer. I feel even if he plants trees in a field that's supposed to have wheat, and vice versa. Let's say vice versa. Or let's say he planted trees in a wheat field. Because he was it was a, a deal that they made, and the guy went with the shus again. Even though he wasn't exactly the most ideal scenario of apple trees in a wheat field with a different quality land, but the fact is he gets paid like he's supposed to. If the uh, the uh, expenses was more than he invested, the guy invested a thousand, but he's a rookie, so the land only went up five thousand at five hundred, excuse me. So the guy gets his entire head saw. whatever he invested, even though it, even though the land didn't go up that much. And if the value went up more than he invested, the guy gets to take exactly what he. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have to be careful. So the chayda, now the a guy goes to your field. The way you arrange to pay him is not uh, whatever is more I'm giving you. You pay him a price. So he explains over here is that what it means is basically in the in the case where Hitaka did a good job, he invested a little bit, and the value went up a lot. That's the ideal situation. In that case, you really you pay him the normal salary of a farmer sharecropper in that city. Not you give him the entire increase in value. What's the point? If my field's worth a thousand, you invest a hundred. Now it's two thousand. I give you a thousand. What did I get? No. I gave. I, I got a thousand. I cracked one up. I, I gave it to you. So I'm, I'm doing you a favor. I'm, getting, I'm, okay. I'm letting you use my land to get money. What, what so the word is, is that he gives him basically the, the, what, what a sharecropper is supposed to get. Yeah. Yeah. Right. True. So so so. Halacha Let's 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 explain it again. A normal case. You have property, you don't know do with it. I'm an expert, I'll work the yeah, land. But the point is that I want, I, I'm going to invest your land for you. So, so what's, you're standing mm-hmm. in your favor, this is a business deal. So the normal thing to do is, okay, here's what usually the person, usually a quarter, a third, a half of whatever is the right. increase in, in, in the value of the land, the increase in the crop, that's what you get. Or a set amount maybe. Right. That's, the, that's what it means. That's the normal arrangement. But the point is you don't do the thing where we don't put them at the, at the disadvantage. Put them at an advantage. Either get a normal salary because you helped me, or if they went, if went up less than the you invested, that's all I'm giving you, not anymore. That's the point. Okay. But even if you plant a tree in a yeah, right, right. Exactly. In college, if you plant it in the proper place. Husband in his wife's property. Yeah. Yeah. You, property. you start, you start uh, you know, she has a piece of property, you married her, now you're, you're allowed to use it, right? It's like, say, like, say, um, uh, say, like, say, so, so, so is the husband there, like somebody who has a belongs here, or some yoko just came out of nowhere? Says the Rambam, in a property, the two brothers inherited a piece of property, or they were bought it together. They're the equivalent of somebody who went and is allowed to be there. As the beginning of halachis, therefore you evaluate them, and they have rights to the property. But you know, as we said in the beginning, whichever is better for them, either they get a normal salary, or they get what the land went up if they invested a lot and only went up a little bit. They get that little bit. Okay, whichever, whichever is. Excuse me, if I care. No, they, 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 they get which, which is better, right? That that. Um, right. That if the property went up, if they invested a little bit, the property went up a lot, they get a lot. And if, the, if they invested a, a lot, the property went up a little bit, they get a normal salary.
Because not because because you, listen, you, you pay me. Sometimes it's not guaranteed. I did my best, and then the property didn't work out. So, but the regular 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 salary he gets. So, so there should be the steer too. What the Ramam says later on in the Perek, the first one are forced to explain that this is a case where his wife is a katana, and therefore katana, oh, a minor. Yeah, yeah. That because with derech klal, we see that the halach is really by when it comes to a husband. That if he when he when he uh, well the point is why is the husband what, what, what money over here because he's divorcing his wife apparently the marriage is ending and therefore we'll see when he when the, when the marriage ends so he's he's at a disadvantage usually we'll see he gets his yodel altachena over here the halayena that's a special akana because the katana can just say I decided I don't want to be married to you and that's it the marriage is over miun she protests right that's the din our proper marriage. So it's not so it's not so easy to get out of it. So the husband is not so afraid to you know invest in the property. For this kid, she, one day she'll wake up. I don't like it anymore. The marriage is over. So the husband's not going to improve the property. So never on her. So to, so to protect his rights to, or to give him an, an, uh, motivation to invest in the property, we we say al We'll see in the final halacha of the pedic that I'm going to expect to say, say, the, say clarify that. Yeah, halacha. Now back to the guy who went there, no one asked him to go. Without permission. And he planted trees. He built a building. And afterwards, the owner of the fulfilled confidence. He adds to the building. Or he does something to protect the trees. Or other behavior that demonstrates he's happy what happened. There was, there was, uh, you know, his, uh, his his acquiescence. In that case, the guy is now he shots him up as if the chilla was a rishus. I was no rishus, but retroactively you demonstrate you're happy. Tess. The guy goes to his friend's chur, his friend's ruin. He has a piece of house that's sitting dilapidated, boarded up for years. And the guy rebuilds it. Without permission. In that case, again, it's a case where he, he, he evaluated for him and um, he, he has a disadvantage because the owner could say, he doesn't really, I have no interest in rebuilding the property at this time. I do. I do it different time. So the Imam of Al Binyan, if the owner, the the, the, the squatter says, "Hey, Tzavel, you're listening. Not giving me what I want. The amount of money I deserve. I'm going to knock my, my my building down and take all the material with me." Buy Shemulay. If it's a house on a lot, you listen to him because even the apparently doesn't ruin the ruin the ground as much. It's just building property. So it's the same same part of the ground. Since we're talking, about, we're talking about a lot which is meant to build on, not a wheat field, obviously. So therefore, you know, on the Chorian Carol over there, if the guy builds it and knocks it down, it doesn't really destroy, it. The, the land quality doesn't really change in terms of its building capacity. But if it's a field, he built a house in a field where you're supposed to plant things, anciently he doesn't have the right to take Shemak Shakaka, he ruins the land, and then the next crop you plant is not going to be so good. If the owner of the land says to him, even by a wheat field or even by an orchard, tell him, I'm not paying you, take what you built and get lost. Shame on you, he listened to him because he has to provide this, it's his property. Now we keep using these expressions, what does that mean? Call me any case where you make an evaluation. Whether he has an advantage, he gets whichever right the expense versus the, the, the increase in value, whichever is more. Or he gets whichever two is less. He doesn't deserve a penny. Unless he makes a shvur holding a sefer teira, how much he spent, right? Property of a thousand, but you say you say I invested. 
2,000. Okay, so you want 1,000 at least. Maybe you only invested 100. I should give you 1,000. Or you, you, you say you invested 1,000, what up 2,000? Um, uh, or if you say you invested 2,000, what up 1,000, right? Who says you invested 2,000 bachal? Maybe you invested nothing, right? Or, or, or much less. So he has to make a shavua to back up his claim. If he says, I don't want to make a shavua. Let the judges come, the, the, um, new, the guys who survey and they evaluate. Yeah. The appraisers. appraisers, thank you. Yasu make them make an appraisal of what the expenses are. they can see and evaluate. evaluate the wood, stones, and cement. and the value of the workers, the salaries. at the cheapest rate. And that's what I'll take. I don't want a penny more. Right. I'd rather do that. Make a Excuse me. He's right. He's a, he's legitimate. He's uh, justified. He gets that without a shvua. Similarly, a case where a person only gets the increase in value, because he's saying, I increased the property a thousand, but I invested ten thousand. So I only get one thousand. Right? I don't get my full ten thousand. And the case where he's allowed to say, Sorry, the in the case where he's getting only the Shavach, not the Um what do you mean why is he getting only the shavach so the first talk about this I remember I'm just trying, trying to um, yeah so this is a person who is he has irrelevant right now we don't have to we don't have to assess how much he invested in because we're right now looking just on the shvach. Yeah, it's but it's going up on the market. And right, it, the taco was worth a thousand. Now it's worth three thousand. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so, so he, 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 he gets the shvach. Gets How much did he invest? It, it went, it went up two thousand. We, we, we don't, we don't know. But second, so we, we, we only know that right now it's worth three thousand dollars. Oh, ah. Okay, thank you. The case where he's getting the shvach, which is more than the hitzah. And because Yodal Yoni, that's what he invested, 100. It went up 10,000. Yodal Yoni is getting 10,000. So in Shach Shavua, because we, we can evaluate it. Why does I say Bulvad, though? Then? The word Bulvad is very modern. That's what the Mepharshim I have a hard time with. So that's why he says over here this, right? The word would be Bulvad. The example we just said is the Shavach is more. So he says, the, the Smez says that this is a person who is allowed to see, allowed to get his expenses, which was more than the property went up. He invested 5000 Only went up 1000 But he's getting 5000 But he doesn't want to take a shvur that he invested 5000 Therefore, he gets 5000 And he can't prove it. So he says, listen, I have no raya I invested 5000 I'm not taking a shvur I invested 5000 Evaluate the property. You see it went up 1000 At least give me that. So in that case, it doesn't require a shvur. That's why he says, bovad. So why does he have to yodal yodal If yodal tachtoyna, he also wouldn't need a shvur l'chayda. All right. Any case where you make an evaluation and the guy takes money. The property owner says, okay, back up a second. Me and you have a fight. We're in bed and I say, you owe me money, you say you don't. Usually it's right? But what if we have a raya that there's a star, there's an agent that you borrowed money and that the due date is Chav Kislev. Now, I have a star. Or, or even if even if there's no let's say there's no star, it's just Adam. There's Adam that you owe you, you money and you promised pay back Chav Kislev. We made a Kenyan. There's no star. 
You say you pay me back, I say it's not true. Who's believed? So if it's before Chav Kislev, I'm believed because why would you pay back early? Something's fishy. If it's after Chav Kislev, it's a Chav Now, in this case over here, well, there's no Shtar, I'm saying. The fact, if I have a Shtar, that's not holding you to raise something, it changes, changes. It makes a Raya. The Mount still has the Shtar in his hand. That's proof that the Right, even later on. So that's, that's exactly, that's okay. So, Kol Shashamon Levin, in any case where the Din is, that you have to make an evaluation and the guy has the right to take the money after sure, presumably. Shetan Nasati, after the best in passing, you owe him this amount of money for this whole situation. The squatter came, this whole Mishigas came. Here's how much you owe. Psak did. The, the, the next, next year, the back in Bezin fighting, you never paid me. Yes, I did. The guy says, I paid you. The guy in the field says, I never got paid. Never the guy who went to the field is believed. And he makes a Shavuah that he never got paid and he takes that money. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I, I formulated the case where Bez and Paskin. Sorry, for care. Bez did not Paskin. The coming and, the, and they're fighting about it. And Bez says, This is how much you owe. And he says, That's how much you owe. Perfect, I paid him that already. So that's not believed. We didn't make it a shot, up shots. You don't have exactly much to give. Why would you give? In other words, besides this, he'll say, yeah, well, I made my own evaluation, made an estimation. I punked happened to pay. I knew I paid something. So I paid that much already. Punked it's the right amount. It's very modern. There was no, the point is not just that there was no number given. Bezin and Paskin, and you're saying you don't owe this guy. Who's this random nutnik who came out of nowhere? Why would you give him money? You don't think you owe him Bechal. That's more the point. The fact that the number wasn't given yet is is not really as relevant as the fact that there's no there's no chiyuv established. If they evaluate until Abal Sada, Tain Loi give him the money, you owe him this this amount. And he says later, Nasati, I gave that. Despite the fact the guy didn't make the necessary shvu to take it. That he did give it because the guy who wants the money says, I never got anything. Why does he have the upper hand? Like the other the guy says, No, I'm going to make a shvur and take the money. Don't let him make a shvur. No, because the kaka is in his possession. He has, you know, so he has the right to retain, and you don't have the right to swear and extract. You're base. Okay. A husband who brought farmers, sharecroppers, and his wife filled to work and take a percentage to, to, you know, to, to improve the kaka and, and make a produce. And his wife's property, and this to improve, to bring more money to the household. Then he divorced her. So now, the artist finds out, you know, there's a couple here with this property you're working on, this, this gar- the guy who's gardening this whole big mansion, all the yards and all the acres of this farm, the couple's splitting up. So the guy is, okay, who do I pay? Who pays me? And am I allowed to be here? Was I supposed to be here? What's, what's the case? Am I here at Right? That's the, that's the question. So, Imhabal Atzmer, the Baal himself is a sharecropper farm. He could have done himself which is unusual, let's say, or not the norm for sure, at least today, right? So, when the husband leaves, the Aris, the Aris is there for who? Not for the property, as would normally be the case, right? Normally, a husband hires a fair property, you're here for the property. Whose property? It's the wife's. The husband's the guy who's running the show, but it's the wife's property, and he's there beside her. But here, the husband himself could do this, he just needs help, he wants to, he wants to be a manager of our other Arisim, right? he's the, the chief artist. So that case, it, when the husband's not there because he's divorcing and, and, and the property goes back to the wife, in the simulog, so the husband is not, doesn't have a right to be here anymore, neither does his, his artist. So he's only there for the husband, the excuse me, any work they do, I think this means after the get even before, the point is that once they, when, when it's payday come and it's already posed to get, 
so then they say you're basically considered somebody as Lashley Brashus, even though you came Lashley Brashus, but the wife's like, listen, I don't do with you. You're not here for me. You're here for my husband. He's the Aris. My ex husband. He's the Aris. And therefore, Yada Tachtaino, the disadvantaged version. What is he collected from? The property. The property. Well, no, from, from, yeah, from what? Because it's her field. Yeah, correct. It's, he's basically he's basically somebody who went to the wife's field. Again. At Therefore, she pays him in the even of Yada Tachtaino. Yeah. The aim of Aris is a direct normal case. The guy's a lawyer. He has nothing about real estate, about the farming. He hires this guy. But who, fine, he hired him, but who, he, he gave him the check. But whose property? The wife's. Al-Das he's going there for the property, and the owner, which is the wife, but some of them are artists, and therefore, he gets a normal price, like a regular sharecropper. So it's as if the woman invited him to work the field, right? And, and uh, she has no choice to say otherwise, because she couldn't hire her husband, he's not a sharecropper. So therefore, she, or she couldn't rely on him, and therefore, it's a regular case of a regular artist who went, who, who went and gets a regular salary, if he invested a lot, and it wasn't a very good crop. He gets a salary. If he invests a little bit, then the property went, went up a lot. He gets he gets the the, the, the um the that that he gets like an RS if he invested a little bit and the property went up a lot. Sorry, yeah, that's the case. He gets like an RS. Sorry, but if he invested a lot and the property went up a little bit, he gets that little bit. Yeah.